0: Patrick wanted to know if you ever still drink Dr. Pepper before workouts anymore. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the story? So. <laughs> Welcome to My Got Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I are joined by Georgia's starting right guard, Tate Radlidge. This is the first of our new 2023 player interview series. We think everyone will enjoy getting to hear what Tate has to say and we hope you feel like you got to know him a little better. I know we did. Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Oxytown, as well as the Classic City Collective for making this episode possible. Now, it's time to clock in with Tate Ravage. All right, so we got, a, we got a special one today here on my, my Got a podcast. So, uh, you know, John and I, as usual, but... Uh, we got a special special guest, uh, a podcaster in his own right. Uh, got to go check out Real Talk for sure. Uh, but uh, Tate Radledge in the house at My Got a Podcast. Tate, welcome to the podcast. I
1: appreciate y'all having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely excited to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah, so we, you know, uh, working this through Oxytime and, and Classic City Collective, uh, we're able to set this up for us. But um I know Tate, we were hoping even just, you know, just to kind of get to know you a little bit more. Um, I think it's been great to be able to hear you talk on uh on, on your podcast and mm-hmm. maybe just get into a little bit there. I know, John, I think you wanted to kick us off a little bit. Yeah, I just
2: wanted to get a, a background on you. Like what's like what's your Georgia story for those that are, might not be familiar? So like like what what brought you to Georgia? What 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 uh you know, what what's your story? um so I'm originally from Chattanooga
1: Tennessee I was was born there moved down because my dad got a coaching job so we moved to Rome and I started off at a school called our merch it's a public school up there and then ended up getting moved to uh Darlington which is a small private school up there and that's where I spent from seventh grade to my senior year uh played ball there played a couple other sports really enjoyed it it's a great place but I think they did a really good job of uh helping me get to where I am today but really my story of getting here, the recruiting process was, was, I tried to end it as fast as possible. Cause I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. <laughs> but, uh got tired of talking to people, uh, but so I ended up coming down to Georgia and Tennessee and I ended up choosing Georgia because I um, love the atmosphere here. Um, I love the way the team felt when I was around them. It was a real, real family atmosphere to me. And as a place that, If I didn't play football, I could see myself living for four years. So I think that was a big part of it for me, Um, trying to find somewhere that if I wasn't playing football, would I be happy there? Um, I think it's a phenomenal place to get my education. And um, those are really the main reasons I ended up here.
0: Who was uh, like, who was your like lead recruiter back then? Like Uh, Coach Pittman. Okay. Okay. Nice. (laughs) Love love Coach Pittman.
2: We're we're big fans of Coach Pittman as well. Degree, as most but, Georgia people are, I
1: feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's hard not to be,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seems seems like a guy we we just kind of want to go have a beer with, but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I know. Um, like, it, it's cool to hear. I mean, imagine growing up in Tennessee early, like as a young kid, you know, probably wasn't Georgia on your mind so much, so to speak. But uh,
1: whole dad's a, the family diehard Tennessee fans, so I, yeah. I kind of got raised that way, but. Once I started figuring out football was in my future, it kind of, it got put to side and uh, had to think about what was best for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, I mean, I, I can't relate to that, but I can imagine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. So, you know, I mentioned that like that you have a podcast and I I guess like just on that note, like, you know, there's so much talk about NIL, NIL and college football and how that's changing everything. But like one of the benefits of it that I've seen is like, getting to hear players perspective. Cause I feel like that, like you guys, you know, I mean, you would get out in front of the media, maybe once a week at max. Right. But then now like it's really giving you guys a way to have a a platform and be able to get your stories out there. For example, um, I don't know, like, what is it, what is NIL meant to you?
1: Um, I think it's a way for players or athletes all over the country, no matter what the sport is, to kind of uh, get what they've earned, per se. Mm. I think a lot of people for every sport would agree that it's a huge time of commitment. Like we don't have time to go out and get a job here and make money this way or that way. So I think this has really helped a lot of people and helped even more people's families. Mm. And um, I think think it's a great way for athletes to, like you said, get themselves out there, kind of get their story out there and let people know them uh, further than just a football player. Right, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's so, been great. It's been great listening to you guys. Like I, I told Jim, like listening to listening to the players talk on podcasts and all those things, like that's been super insightful. It's also been like, it reveals a little bit about like what, what life is like, like even, even some of the players are on TikTok, you know, Nazir Stackhouse, you know, his, his TikTok is, his TikToks are, are, are great. It just gives a, a different perspective, which, you know, maybe you can speak a little bit about that. Like what's, What's the day in the life like for, for a player?
1: Um, always starts off with you gotta be at breakfast. So you gotta you gotta eat. Um, then you have class, just depending on your class schedule. You could be from class from eight to twelve, you could have breaks in there, you could have class at nine, a class at eleven. So it really just depends on your schedule. And then after that, it's it's pretty much strictly football. Um, we're coming in, getting lunch, uh, treatment. So we try to get try to get treatment throughout the day whenever you have time. And then it's really uh Meetings, we meet a lot, watch a lot of film, um, see what we can fix, see what we can pick up other teams are doing, stuff like that. Uh, trying to get ahead of ahead of the game, and then it, it's practice, and then usually watching film after practice, just on your own. Um, I know me, me said Ernest, a good bit of our offensive line, we go in every week after practice and watch, watch probably we try to watch two three games, mm-hmm. um, the other team just just trying to see what's happening, but it's, it's pretty full. And then after that, you, if you have ranking or something like that, you got to go uh, take care of your academics, which um I've been lucky enough to get out of that. So I don't have to worry about that anymore, but as <laughs> they're, they're a freshman in ranking all day. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. I, I mean, so just so you know, I mean, like John and I, we went to Georgia, but long time ago, it didn't have anything like your schedule. So I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> we get a day off and I'm sitting here. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do with myself.
1: It's like, <laughs> I- I'm usually on like such a strict schedule and it's like the time that we're supposed to be at practice or something, I'll be sitting here and like, my heart starts beating. Like, it feels like I'm supposed to be doing something, but I'm not. Are
2: you missing a meeting? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no, that, that'll go through your head every now. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's
2: great,
0: yeah, that's like man, that's like the version of like the nightmare, like I still have the the nightmare that I'm in college, and like I forgot to drop a class and the final was coming up, so just if why that that never goes away
2: yeah seriously
0: <laughs>
1: especially especially during during like camp
0: and stuff like that when you're not in like
1: school and it's a and it's a strict schedule every day, and there's so much stuff going on throughout the day during camp, you get a little bit of free time, you're like, okay, I'm gonna go catch a little bit of a nap and uh, you you hope you don't wake up too late and miss a meeting. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh That's man.
0: Hilarious. Uh so with do you have with your podcasts over past couple of seasons, is there was there like a favorite uh interview you conducted?
1: Um I really enjoyed the one where we had the whole offensive line on there. It might nice. be a little bit biased, but we had a lot of fun on that one. Um <laughs> a lot of genuine conversations. The one where we had the tight ends on is also up there, one of my favorites. Um We had one of my good friends. His name's Logan Crosby. On he's a up and coming country singer. That one was really good. And then we had trying to think who else. I mean, I I don't think I've ever had. We've had one that I'm like, dang, like that wasn't very good. (laughs) They're all interesting, (laughs) and I think it's especially with our teams. You 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 seem to learn something new about them, even though you feel like you know them to a certain extent. But you just learn more and
0: more about them. I. I'm, yeah, that's interesting you say that because I, I, I've, I've picked up on that because, I mean, I'm obviously learning like everything, but it is cool to see really it seems to happen like every time you guys mm-hmm. all, you know, regardless of who's on, you guys seem to learn new things about each other, which I think is, again, I just think it's cool. And again, like I feel like that's it's it seems like a new thing, right? Like these things wouldn't be happening. I don't know. Maybe you'd just be hanging out playing video games and it happens anyways. But uh, the <laughs> fact that we get to witness it, too, is, is cool. It gives us insight into it. So definitely. Cool. Um, so we've got, uh. we got, you know, bye week this week, but got Florida, Florida coming up next week. Um. You know, something that we've talked about a lot is, you know, conference realignment expansion, everything that's going on. And I know like there was talk of like Auburn game, you know, is that going to be played annually? Uh, I think we're kind of assuming Florida still will continue to be, but it may not remain in Jacksonville. I don't know. So ha- having played down there. Was that that's what I've heard that it might not be in Jacksonville? It might be a home and away thing now, yeah, so I don't know like how how does that make you feel as someone who's played down there?
1: um, I think it's a it's a great tradition, uh personally, but I also do like the idea of going home and away just because I love playing at Sanford Stadium like it's it's unmatched every every Saturday, no matter who we're playing, what time that place is packed and it's loud and um we we always talk about it like. Uh, your opportunities to play there, they they get they get shorter and shorter every time. So just trying to take all those in, and you always want an extra one. Yeah. yeah, I
2: I can relate to that as a fan as well. It's like man, every every single one of these is is great. Every single one is is special. One hundred percent. It's a great atmosphere.
0: Yeah, I will say, and like I think for John and I, like you know the swamp, and and I mean for you too, date right, like it is the one place none of us have been. Yeah. <laughs> um so it would be cool to cool to experience that as well um Did you ever go when you were a recruit to, to watch uh, the games there
1: i went once and i went to see them um play south carolina i think it was and i think i, th- I thought it was a pretty cool stadium um just from being on the field be able to look at it, it it's unique um uh, especially with the big uh the swamp on the uh on mm-hmm. in, in big letters i thought that was pretty cool but I only got to go down there once because it was a farther drive, like everywhere that I was interested in was two hours from Rome. So it was really easy for me to get to. So right. I got a chance to go down there and I went down there and I, I thought it was I thought it was a cool stadium. Do you uh, you get you have a favorite cocktail party memory for yourself? Um, look, It's not really a memory because it, it, it's almost like it happens every time. It's kind of weird. So mm. you go out for warm ups and this, there's not really anybody. There's not many people in the stadium. And right. like, it's weird. And then <laughs> you go back in after warmups and you come back out and it's packed. So it, it's kind of like a shock. And uh, I mean, which is understanding. I heard the tailgating is great down there, but um, <laughs>
0: we can get started here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's definitely, it's definitely different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it is, it is unique. Um, I, I, I hate, I would hate to lose that, but I, I get, I don't know. We, we kind of waffle. I'm, I'm more of the uh, keep it there. I think, John, you're, you're kind of okay either way, but. I'm a, I'm a
2: hybrid person, but uh,
0: you know, it, kind of in the vein of what you were talking about
2: with traditions, Tate, like as, as we move to the, you know, the, the future of, of college football, like it feels like the traditions are, are getting evaporated at a, at a quick rate. So. I'm, I, if I were, if you were to put me on the dime for it, I would say I, I would err on the side of keeping the traditions, like, you know, keeping things like Georgia, Florida and in Jacksonville and like protect the Auburn game at all costs, you know, kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, uh, I, I think I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm a big fan of traditions. I think that's what makes everywhere unique. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah I, I think it's what makes college football unique. You know, yeah. compared, I mean, obviously compared to the NFL, but really I feel like it's one of the more unique sports we have in the country. So, um, all right. So, one more cocktail uh, party kind of, kind of sort of flavored thing. Uh, so, one of the things we like to talk about, Tate, is, is uniforms. And I know like our, our sense is Kirby doesn't seem to like the alternate uniforms. Have mm-hmm. you seen the picture of Kirby wearing the black pants in 1998 cocktail party?
1: We have. But okay. we don't necessarily give them – we don't we don't necessarily talk about that as much. We talk about the white cleats that he wore when he was here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us would would like to wear white cleats once, but um I think the white
2: cleats. The white cleats. Uh, I didn't I didn't I see know, that coming. <laughs>
1: um we we talk about the white cleats every time because we're like when we wore our white jerseys, like white cleats would look really good. And well, somebody was nice. like, Coach Smart wore them when he was here. So it was like we they showed us the picture, we were like, hmm. <laughs> somebody, I think somebody said something to him about it.
2: Uh, what, what, what is what is his take? Like when when you guys talk to him or try to convince him to to let y'all do certain things, like does he does he weigh in? Like does he give you the time of day on it? Like what, what's what's the... uh, I
1: think it, I think it's more just on the page of keeping the main thing the main thing, just not focusing on outside things yeah. or or other things. Just I think I think that's what he's into. That that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> at all,
2: does surprise me at all. But then you had like these one-offs, like the Mississippi State game where we had the black jerseys.
0: Yeah, were you? Because that was your your red shirt year, right? Yeah, twenty twenty. Okay, so did did you suit up in either of those alternate uniforms? I, I was. Um. You said what? Did you suit up? So, like, because I I remember you played. I knew you played like Auburn at a minimum. Because I, I remember you I you did play. You get did get to play as a freshman.
1: I I was, I was there. Um, okay, I don't know about the sideline, but I was there. Okay. Uh, okay. yeah. I think the black jerseys look good. Um yeah. but personally my favorite is our is our white jerseys, silver, yeah. silver the silver britches. I think that
0: that's my favorite. I'm I'm a fan of white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It it is it is a good look. And we we've won some uh big games in those, so <laughs>
2: We, we, we've, we've wondered, we've wondered like uh, on the fan side of things, like do the recruits all come through and they get all the different variations, like there's a white helmet and stuff. Like, do, are they genuinely bummed when they don't get to wear those, those things? Or is that, uh, is that a factor at all? <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't I don't think it's a factor. I think they kind of know what, what's going to happen when we get here, but. Okay. Like I said, I, th- I love our, I love our uniforms. I think like we brought it back. Well, to, yeah. Going back to tradition, don't
0: mm-hmm. change it.
1: And um, I, I'm a big fan of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was when we were in school when we went back to the single white stripe down the helmet because you know we had the black stripe in the in the middle down in the late nineties and it kind of went back there. Um, All right, cool. Well, hey, I I mentioned that we had a mutual acquaintance. We want to hit a couple of couple of questions on these. So one of them was actually I'll start with this one because this one actually you could if you dig through the media guide you would find this. And if you're a listener, if folks listen to your podcast, you have mentioned this. But I'm going to phrase this this way: Who's the better punter? Brett Thorson or Tate <laughs> Um I understand I mean, you were the high school punter. I'm going to have to give it to Brett, but I think
1: doing it was more impressive.
0: Yes. I mean, nice. I, 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 had,
1: I had knee braces on. Uh, I think I, I netted like a 41-yard average, so I'm yes. going to give it more impressive to me, but I think he's a better putter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
0: That's fair.
2: That's amazing. You guys should have had a punt off on when he was on.
1: <laughs> I think, I think, I think pre foot surgery, I could have taken him. I don't know about now. Okay,
2: Oof. okay. Oof. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, there's um, some there's some debate on whether or not the the UGA quarterbacks uh, are despise the the punters. Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't like Australians. Uh, I don't like hard. Australian punters.
1: I, I do too. I always, I, I love Brett, but I always tell him I hope he doesn't step on the field. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: Uh, <laughs> confirmed,
0: love it. Uh, okay, so the other one, the funnier one, was uh, Patrick wanted to know if you ever still drink Dr. Pepper before workouts anymore. Oh, gosh, this is story. So, <laughs> um.
1: Woke up one morning, was thirsty. We had a morning workout. First thing I grabbed a hold of was a Dr. Pepper. At that time, I thought I was invincible. Body could withstand anything. And that was until our big thing was running hills throughout Rome. So we would go to hills and run them. Well, I just happened to get halfway up one and catch a full body cramp. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) They had to pick me up at this time. I was probably like three thirty, So I was a lot, I was bigger than I am now. They had to pick me up, put me in the back of a truck and hold me down. Cause I was like, I was tossing and turning, like just cramping everywhere. And then oh I i didn't have a shirt on. I was sweating. So I had, I had pine straw and dirt just covering <laughs> my body. And uh, there was a kid's camp going on at the time. So when they got me back to the campus, um, a group of kids were walking by and i got out of the truck they picked me up out of the truck and apparently like i screamed or something and it and it scared the little kids so bad they like started running from me <laughs> it's a sasquatch <laughs> it, it ended up washing me down with a hose um and just dropping me in the ice bath and bringing me a uh a, a bunch of stuff to drink but yeah that was the last time i ever drank dr pepper for a workout. <laughs> Uh, he, he, was, he was one of them holding uh, me down in the bed of the truck. I'm pretty sure he caught a couple of knees while we were
0: back there. Yeah, that's the your your version matches up with what I heard from Patrick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I appreciate the Dr Pepper though. I'm I, I, I also a Dr Pepper fan. <laughs> I am too.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, Tate, I know we we mentioned early on um, just about the you know, we, there's a collaboration going on right now between Oxia Time, who's you know our presenting sponsor, and then Classic City Collective. So shout out to both for uh, you know working with us to 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 make this happen. Um, and uh, I know you're also uh, involved with Oxia Time a bit as well through the, through the collective. I am, I am. I'm, I'm
1: a big fan of those their watches. They're they extremely nice. Um, I've actually every time I've worn one got at least a compliment or, or a compliment up to I've gotten up to like six compliments every time I wore them. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're definitely really nice watches.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, if you want to see one of the watches that, that Tate is talking about, uh, you can head over to uh click the shop link and then timepieces. And that's where you'll see the uh, limited edition uh, timepieces that if you purchase them they also come with a, uh, a presentation box signed by kirby smart so be sure to go check that out all right let's see uh a couple more things for you tate and we'll, we'll let you get out of here um we've got uh we, we, have a, we have a buddy of ours friend of the show on the podcast uh coach Bill, and we, we asked him if he had any questions for you so we, we gave him a little inside sources that we we're gonna have you on so he had a few things for us um what does uh What's the team's go-to post-game locker room celebration song this season? You guys got a, a song you're vibing with? Gosh,
1: I don't I don't think there's just one necessarily. Hmm. Coach Smart Coach Smart gets done with his his speech, and the there goes to music, and it's just <laughs> whatever they're uh, they got queued up. But I don't, I don't think it's really anything specific.
2: Okay. There was okay. there was a point this season I think that you had tweeted about where the team kind of went went nuts on the sideline on, on a song like Ski or something like that. Oh yeah 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 that that song got played out really fast. That was <laughs> that, that
0: was short-lived. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, nice. Uh, okay. So for you, is there any like NFL player that you kind of like look up to as far as linemen around like your game?
1: Um, modeling my game after, um, I definitely have to go with, uh, Quentin Wood, um, Quentin Nelson. I think he's just violent and, uh, he, he plays hard and uh, he's really fun to watch. And then uh, i trying to model my game after is, uh, also I have to say Trent Williams. I mean, he's the best of the best. I mean, it's, it's, I think as an offensive lineman, it's kind of hard to watch him play and not be like, Mm -hmm. "I, I want to be able to do that but um yeah. i think both of them are extremely extremely good players
0: you got any um any former georgia players that have come through that you're uh, you're closest with
1: probably probably the guys that were in our room and that we went against every day in practice practice um mm-hmm. like the uh the Vantes, the jds the uh jamaris the Shafers. The um i mm-hmm. think that's just when you're going against each other every single day and with each other every single day i think that's just a natural bond you build so uh, it's always exciting to see those guys back.
2: Nice. That's awesome. Nice. I've got to ask, I, gotta, I have to ask this question, Tate. Um, like, wh- what does it feel like to win the national championship? Mm. As I, a player, I, like, what did it feel like to you?
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think it set in until the next day, really, because it's something you dream of for so long, and it's that, it's that one goal that never really changes. Like, yeah, you want to go play college football. Um, that was a goal, but you never knew where, but, and that changed. Like I went, I ended up coming here. Um, but a national championship, I think is on every kid that wants to play football is, is in their view for their future. And, um, to win that, it was kind of like a, a win for my younger self.
2: Hmm.
1: If that makes sense. Is that something that like I always wanted as a child, um just know as soon as I knew what it was I was like I want to do that and and being able to do that and being able part of being able to be a part of it is 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 more amazing than I think I can even put into words it's it's, it's surreal it still is to me kind of
2: do people come up to you and like say thank you and things like that like you know what I mean because there's not just it's not just the national championship for Georgia fans it's it was you know <laughs> demons be gone was the play call right like it really was so. Yeah, every now and then we get a we get a couple. thank you, thank yous, and I think
1: that means a lot too. Just knowing it, it it's something bigger than us. Uh, my son, my son know. is
2: watching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, definitely, I think it, it, it's something bigger than us. I mean, the first one had been what forty years, so yeah. yeah, that's something our fan base has been waiting on for for so long, and then for us to to be able to win two of those um i think is is awesome
2: like i said it's it's bigger than us yeah follow-up question what does it feel like to win two national championships (laughs) Uh,
1: the first one it was i i didn't i didn't i didn't play in the first one i ended up getting hurt that year right Uh, yeah um so that one it was it was just unreal to experience it um because that was just a great group of guys on that team just seeing how they handled their business and I learned a lot from that year um watching watching all those leaders um take control mm. of the team and and kind of just and go with it but um the second one like i just said it, it's it's hard to put in words it, it's still amazing to me and and the fact that i've i've been a part of two of them is is even more unreal to me
0: yeah well, I think we have to say, we'll, we'll say thank you again to you, Tate. Uh, I mean, like, you know, you, 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 mentioned like waiting so long and like, so for us, like, I mean, I know we're, we're experiencing it from a much different perspective than you are, but like, you know, something I was born in 1980. So like, I didn't remember it. Like, you know, like I was alive, but yeah, you know, I was a baby. Um, so it was for me, I grew up lifelong George fans. So something I'd kind of like waited my life for, uh, so yeah, we we appreciate it. It's been it's been a heck of a it's been a heck of a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was born in
2: 81, so <laughs> well, I was born in 2001, so
1: I was way
0: really <sighs> before me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, we were we were hey, that was those were our days in Athens Tate. So that's <laughs> that's, that's when we were around on campus. I oh, love it. Um all right. I got one more thing. Maybe if you have time, something that I, I picking up from your podcast. I thought we could make you feel a little bit at home with this tape. So if we do, you do your blind rankings. Okay. Could we blind rank Halloween candy? Let's go. I'm a, I'm a, All right. a, a huge Halloween fan. All right, so I entered <laughs> in a bunch of stuff and with like a spin the wheel kind of thing, so that I don't even t- totally know. So you can't see it right now, but so first one we got Tootsie Rolls, five. All right, JP, you want to you want to go five. with this too? Five, I agree. <laughs> I considered not even having that one in there. Now, now I'm. We're gonna see now what else we got. yourself. Yeah. All right, Milky Way. Ooh. Four. <laughs> four for JP. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go four
1: with that one too. Oh man, now I feel so like I'm my list. If I'm like optimal, if I put it on three, what would go at four? But I couldn't think of anything that would be. What would be better? Yeah. All
0: right. All right. Next up, we're gonna go with we got Snickers.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it at two. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go two. God, oh, Tate, you fit right in. <laughs> We usually agree on all of, all of the like over unders <laughs> and things like that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man. Now, I'm like, I should have just come up with these on my own and not do the uh not do the spin the wheel. Um. All right, but the last are, one. Those are pretty common Halloween candies you got as a kid, though. You they know? were. They were. All right, the last one that came up was the Reese's Pieces.
2: Oh, it's number one.
0: Number one. Okay. Okay. So we get a clean sweep. We can agree. <laughs> <laughs> we, Peyton, you're fitting right in we agree we always make fun of each other because we agree on everything <laughs> it, that
1: was true honorable mentions twix twix would be the real number
2: one twix. okay so yeah. that
0: is that is my number one that was the thing is i didn't want to just throw mine in there i put a, a broader spectrum and kind of like had get them got a little randomly selected there but uh that is my go-to i would throw a Kit Kat in there as well
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have a we have a bet ba- we already have like one bag of halloween candy and the twix uh magically disappeared somehow i don't know what happened
2: personally there's there's
1: never been a candy that I've turned down I don't think
2: <laughs> is uh, is that your is that your fa- is that your favorite the, the twix I'm definitely okay so we got jD's a Swedish fish guy you're your twix guy like what is the sweetest, sweetest fish is up there a second I think okay
0: okay okay nice, so, nice. If
1: I go to a gas station I'll be there grabbing a, a twix um Swedish fish and a diet Coke usually I've kind of gotten away from the doctor pepper after everything happened <laughs>
2: Um, sure <laughs> understandable <we'll> see, but <laughs> uh the the other thing one last thing from from my perspective the, the hair has come up quite a bit right oh mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah. so what are you are you gonna are you just gonna keep this in perpetuity or until we don't win a national championship like what's going on um
1: i think it might have to be gone after uh i get done
2: here uh it's
1: kind of actually I I got really close to cutting it off after the Auburn game oh. um, I I didn't play very well that game but I was I was just like I was just like mad that week and one day I woke up and it was just everywhere I was like that's it I'm calling my barber like I'm getting this cut off like I, was, I, was <laughs> I think it was actually like the Monday after knowing that I was about to have to go watch film knowing it was gonna be a rough film session for me <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it was kind of just like I woke up and I was like I'm tired of it it needs to be gone but it, it, it's kind of stuck. I didn't, I didn't think it would stay this long, but mm. it kind of stuck like with me. So.
2: Okay. I lied. So you mentioned, you mentioned taking, going into the, into the, the, the film session. And I imagine what, what you're alluding to there is the coaches, right? Like what's, what is it like to be on the, on the, on the brunt end of of a curvy rage stroke?
1: Um, <laughs> it, It's really just knowing it's coming. <laughs> like, we're, like especially in the offensive line room we're sit, we're sitting there clicking plays and like you remember the bad plays and uh-huh, I
0: okay
1: I had two or three that game that were really bad like ones that I'm like just still trying to forget like just get out of my system like I don't ever want to think about those again and then you just know it's coming we're on the we, it's like you start the drive that we're watching we watch it you're like here it comes and it's like the longest five minutes of your life just knowing it's coming and then it comes up you see the comment on there of what you did wrong? You just kind of look at uh, the coach and you're just like, here we go.
0: <laughs> uh, Man, I can't, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't <laughs> imagine. See, Jim uh,
2: Jim just ghosts Kirby. You know, that's that's what he does. He just he just gives him,
0: <laughs> he gives him the Irish goodbye. <laughs> I had an accidental thing where I thought I was taking up too much of kirby's time at this was when he was still at alabama and we we're at an event and i like had this like feeling that like there was like a line forming behind me to like talk to him and so i just kind of abruptly ended the conversation it's like hey you know coach nice to meet you good luck or whatever and then i turned around and there was like no one there and i was like oh i feel like such an idiot <laughs> so yeah that that's my uh that's my kirby moment <laughs> uh hilarious uh well Tate we appreciate your time man um thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us and chatting it up with us a bit um where where can folks anything else you want to plug I know we've mentioned the show um but real talk um on YouTube is it, it, it is it just on YouTube that's where I've seen it
1: um YouTube TikTok Instagram Twitter okay uh, it's real talk on YouTube and real talk Georgia across everything else okay got it got it. I really appreciate y'all having me on. I had a really good time. Um,
2: thank you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. man. I could, I could talk to you. I could talk to you forever, but I don't <laughs> want to take up your
0: entire evening because you probably got to get to bed <laughs> <laughs> early morning. Yeah, uh, so. well, well, Hey, uh, again, we'll say, we'll say thank you again. And uh, congrats on a great season thus far. It's crazy that it's already more than halfway through and uh, best it's of luck for the rest of the season, by. man. Yeah, it's flown by is it, i assume it goes by it probably goes by even faster for you than us i can't imagine it's it's i feel like i just moved here yesterday it, wow.
1: it's, it's like yeah. we it, i got told how many days i've been here the other day and it was like 1600 days
0: wow man it was man.
1: like 1300 something like that Yeah. And i was like wow like it, it's just kind of unreal to run to think about it's flown by But by, hey I mean, when, when
0: time, time flies when you're having fun Oh man. Amen. Amen. When I look at the media guide though, Tate, it says you're a red shirt sophomore. So you can, you can do whatever um, you want, man. I've
1: got, I've got a couple more years. I got a red shirt, COVID year. I could probably get a medical red shirt. I mean, yep. last year, if, if I expressed all of my eligibility, I'd be like, I was like a freshman.
2: Right. So that's unbelievable. That's awesome. You heard it here. Tate's coming back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh we yeah. appreciate everything that you guys do. We know you dedicate your bodies and time and everything like that to like playing a game that we we all love and, and enjoy for the university. So um, you know, we're we're big fans. We're big fans. This is this is as much like a fan a fanboy situation for Jim and I, but <laughs> you know, we really enjoy talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yes, appreciate I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Hey man, go, go dogs.
0: dogs. Go dogs. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, man. You too. Well, that was Tate Rattledge, folks. Should I hit stop yet?
2: <laughs> that was Tate. Man, I can't believe like uh, it's. I mean, I guess I always knew like the, the amount of time that goes into those, uh, you know, their days. But you really don't appreciate the amount of effort it takes to be a D one athlete at this level. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, man. I, uh, I like that he. Very uh, I, okay. After like watching his his podcast and everything, that's kind of what I figured it'd be like. But um, super genuine, easy to talk to, good kid. Yeah, good kid. I think I I scared him with the heads up on the had the question from Patrick, but he he was cool with it.
2: He was cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, he was excited to tell the Dr Pepper story.
0: I think so. <laughs> I think so. We probably should open with that.
2: <laughs> I wonder did he has he has he talked about that on the podcast? I'm guessing not probably but
0: I haven't heard that one. I haven't I heard really. that one. I know he has mentioned the fact that he was a punter though
2: <laughs> I, I would love to see the punter like I would love to see him try to try to outpunt Brett like that
0: would be a, that would be amazing content Tate <laughs> yeah, seriously seriously All right well I think we can probably close this one out more to come uh with this collab between Oxia time my got a podcast classic city Collective um this was a this was a a good way to kick us off though for sure
2: agreed agreed hopefully we can get the rest of the the Oxia time ambassadors on with us and have some more of these uh you know, we can clock in some
0: more some more interviews absolutely love it all right i'll say it again go dogs john go dogs